Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Seven sixteen, sixteen minutes after the hour, seven o'clock. I get Gina Valentino's attention. Oh, there he's still signing autographs over in the corner. <laughs> Gene, you're on the air. Please come forward, sir. <laughs> thank, you, studio, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The studio crowd is just going nuts here. And okay, so you're finished signing autographs. So, Gene, you and I talked yesterday, and look. This is a big deal. This is something that we've all been waiting on. Somebody actually fighting back against the big tech, the big uh, social media platforms. Yesterday. Yeah, Michael. Good, yeah, well, hey, good, good morning. morning, Christopher. Yeah, okay, so let me throw you the softball. If the big tech giants can censor the president of the United States, what can they do to you and me? Well, that's an easy question it's and an easy answer. They do what the hell they want to do with us if we don't if we don't uh, uh, do what they say or if we put something on you know something simple like, hey, maybe hydroxychloroquine works because a lot of doctors think it does, and you can be censored yeah. for that. So, you know, it's 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 thought speech. Uh, 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 it's it's it's. You are being. Where am I going with this? You, you are. You can be censored for something as silly as that, and it's the thought police. Yeah, high tech is banning free speech under the defense, under the basis, the justification that the First Amendment right to free speech allows me to banish your rights of free speech. It's so ludicrous. That you can't. It's, uh, it would. It'd be laughing, a laughable matter if it wasn't so serious. Well, here's the thing. So the former president is filing this class action lawsuit against big tech. Uh, John Cole, the uh, pre- former president's lead counsel, argues that big tech is playing the role of political actors. Here is a, a discussion that he had on the Ingram angle last night. They did that when they gave these companies immunity. Now they gave it way before they even existed, which makes it silly, but they've encouraged them by giving them immunity to do things that Congress can't do themselves. Congress can't censor you. So exactly. So that's what they did. They were able to censor a president of the United States and keep his message from being put out there. And if they can do it to him. They did it under Section 230. Uh... And it's got to be repealed or substantially modified. God willing, a uh, majority of uh, Republican conservatives in the House, not to mention the Senate, need to step up and modify Section 230 that says that the social media giants cannot pick and choose when they're going to come after a president uh, or a radio broadcaster or anything in between. Yeah. It's it's terrible. It's a it's a scary thing that's going on. And, you know, when you start thinking about how they're. So what do they do? They do this for China. I mean, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up this morning. You know, they actually work with China and they've learned from the best how this works. You know, Michael, I've learned from our conversations and uh, just listening to others that you just hit the nail on the head. 
I believe that while President Trump has to defend his rights of free speech under an existing constitution, China is tooling up a war machine worldwide, and the threat of takeover looms if we're not careful. I fear having to say it in those drastic terms, but I, I, their military strength is increasing. I'm concerned about our ability to defend this nation from a cyber attack. I really thought we were really robust and um, tooled up for a countermeasures on, on cyber. I question that now. I, I look to a more fundamental perverse problem of our entire in, intelligence network fueling the um, social media folks uh, and allowing them to get away with such a uh, reprehensible behavior. The, in, the intelligence of, um, uh, world of its own, the intelligence network, is clearly looking the other way and determining uh, what they want to allow to get through and not. They have violated the federal laws of privacy, uh, not only with campaign uh, presidential candidates, but uh, with individuals as well. You watched uh, last night on Tucker Tucker Carlson talking about the continued NSA encroachment into his privacy, uh, and there, he's not alone. Katie McFarland, former assistant uh, to the president, and others are are openly saying they're being investigated by the government in ways they have never would never have gotten away with before. There's only one way to fix that, and that is going to be our Congress and Senate in the United States of America. They have got to address that issue as well. You see, so this is twofold. You have the issue of of the uh, the law that protects the big tech companies from basically being sued, and you got the other laws that protect our national security interests, you can't touch those guys, and they can do whatever the hell they want to do, and they basically thumb their nose at you. Yeah, they, who is their, I mean, the, the law gave them the right to unilaterally go in and under their own dis, dis, uh, discretion decide if they want to um, spy on you. And this is, this, and then justified saying, well, we didn't indict him. Michael Pohl didn't do anything real wrong, but we had to listen to his conversations and um, encroach in, 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 in on his privacy because he was tied. He knew he knew Gene Valentino in Pensacola. Right. Well, <laughs> so he was talking. So he was talking to, to a foreigner. You had to be. You had to be spied on too. You know, this is how they do it. So we we learned last night why Tucker Carlson's conversations or text messages or emails or whatever all was involved. We learned how it happened. And it happened because they, they, they uh, picked up some emails with him and a Russian uh, person who has some connection with the Kremlin, and he was trying to get an interview with Putin. That was the, that was the bottom line of it. So because of that, well, they unmasked him. And they were going to leak this stuff to the press about what he was, you know, what he was trying to do. And so he preempted that because he was tipped off that they were going to do this. So he actually went out last week, if you remember, last Monday, and started talking about it. He talked about it every day last That's week, right. talked, talked about it again last night, and come to find out, what did they do? They did leak it, the dirty, no good, you know what. They leaked it. But isn't this, here's, and here's my challenge. 
we're and you and I have uh, we are legitimately upset that this occurred. But guess who did it and got away with it and knew about it anyway? How about this entity called China? Maybe they already did the le- the the, um, the spying. Maybe they already had the information. Maybe all, they already knew Tucker Carlson was going uh, to be ta- uh, trying to arrange a, a discussion with Putin. They get away with it because of their communist, autocrat, um, heavy-handed, defiant control over their people. There's no citizen in China right now complaining about the same encroachment in spying. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Whenever you hear all of these people talk about how terrible the United States is, the one thing you never hear from them is what place is better than this? You never hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Because if yeah, you go to are... China, let me tell you something. They mind you the whole time you're there. If you're in China, your phone's being listened to, your text messages, your emails, everything, everything that goes across their network is being listened to by somebody in China, and they're watching you. You better be careful when you go there. Now, you know, China, probably somewhere I'd like to go see. It's an ancient culture. There's lots of cool things, the Great Wall, all that stuff. But you just got to know when you go there that you are going to be monitored. Well, uh, great. I call it the greatest diversion of our attention and the taking of our focus off the ball of the real problems that exist. It's as if you and I were going to rob a bank on the west side of town. Uh, how do we make sure we clear the area as much as possible? We, we explode something on the east side of town. Uh, your, your law enforcement experience tells you that um, uh, the, you mobilize and go after the crisis, but then all of a sudden, might this, be, might this not be a diversion so you and I can have clear pathway to rob the bank on the exactly. west side of town? China's doing the same thing is my point. China's stepping up and taking our eye, our focus. Uh, we got a three minute time, uh, attention span anyway. We, 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 they're taking our eye off the focus of their intent, their dubious intentions to take control of our country socially, politically, monetarily. And they're doing it on several fronts now. Go to the car dealership and see if you can get your car tomorrow. It's probably not in the lot. And now they're talking about taking uh, over Taiwan, which is where a lot of those chips come from, by the way, that go in cars, Taiwan. That's right. So, you know, we got to watch this, and they're going to do it. But, you know, when you think about the United States and China, it's sort of like if you consider it like an analogy, a boxing match. If you're opponent is out there working every day, running 10 miles, hitting the bag for two hours, you know, all of the things that you do to, to get to be a good boxer and to be a strong boxer and to have good reflexes. If they're doing that, which China is every day, all day, and you're sitting on the couch eating Twinkies, who's going to win that fight? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Great Diversion. Let's keep uh, America off balance, focusing on silly things and um, distracted from the real, the real game. The real game, which they've admitted to publicly, is to take control uh, of this nation. Why the Chinese Ministry uh, blasted an open letter from the U.S. yesterday uh, that we wanted to investigate the root causes of COVID nineteen. You know, COVID. 
the COVID disease has now hit over 4 million people worldwide have died from COVID. And we think the rate and the number could even be higher because of the unreported. Uh, it's, it's a sad commentary that they have, they have played with the subplot and the sub-issues uh, to take our attention off their true sinister plot of taking, off our, taking over our country. I think the real race is between, between China and Russia as to who can do more damage. Yeah, I think China probably is the bigger threat as far as you look at their military, everything else. I mean, Russia, of course, they're always going to be a threat. But I think if those two, and they are, by the way, they, they are very friendly now. You know, you put those two together and you've got quite a match there against the United States. Yeah. Yeah, we were attempting to be the ally at one point. But, uh, you know, uh, thank God... Uh, Thank God Donald Trump stepped up to try to uh, let everybody know we're not going to roll over. I mean, he was accused of um, being trigger happy and was about to cause a nuclear war with North China. Uh, he he uh, calmed that little puppy over there. We started the uh, segment out about the lawsuits that President Trump uh, began yesterday with his attorney, gave a press conference. In about uh, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, how do you think this is going to turn out, Gene? I propose, I pray that we hit the Supreme Court of the United States and that uh, all media, social media, electric media, big tech, fall under the umbrella of, um, uh, uh, of the same um, rules. That's basically, Section 203 be reversed, and it makes these big tech companies liable when they say bad things or do bad things. Uh, in that way, they have to be held responsible. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon next week, I'm sure. Best to you, Michael. Thank you. Gene Valentino from Pensacola, Florida. Great place to be this time of year, by the way. It's really nice down there. All right. Good morning from the Southern Pine Electric Weather Center, your local forecast. Looks like we're going to see a 30% chance of showers today, mainly after about 4 p.m., and that continues until about 8 p.m. Look for a mostly sunny day. Otherwise, 90 for your high. Friday looks like 86 for your high. Some afternoon thunderstorms. The weekend, showers and thunderstorms mid-afternoon on Saturday and Sunday. Sun, though, on both days with highs around 90 degrees. And, of course, our city of the day today, Rye, Colorado. Clear skies there, 59 degrees. And that's your weather from the Southern Pine Electric Weather Center. Good morning. Good morning, Michael. Enjoyed to listen to Gene Valentino. Boy, what a treat to have him on most every week with us. Fun guy. Uh, you know, really enjoy talking to Gene. He is really into this stuff. And, of course, he's sort of semi-retired now. He does some investments and stuff. But he's he's got time to think about these things. Hey, when I grow up, I'd like to be Gene Valentino. Retired waiting on a seaplane out of the beautiful Gulf of Mexico, sunshine of Florida, and a clear crystal mind. He's got it together. Glad he's on our station. 7.30, Fox News is next. We've got more. Just hang in there. Good morning.